Hi, this is Matt from A Medic's Mind, the podcast. I want to give a big thank you to Anxiety About Anxiety podcast for giving me the opportunity to share my voice and to answer these really well-written questions about mental health and why men are treated differently or maybe even the perception that men are treated differently in the realm of mental health. So here we go. Why do you think so many men shy away from speaking about their feelings or overall mental health? I think this is a great question. I think that uh, in a generalized sense, because I mean, every individual is different and, and individualism needs to be taken into account. Uh, but when you're speaking in generalities, um, I think that uh, many different things go into this. I mean, I think that the portrayal of men in um, you know modern Western media, uh, you know, take your 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 favorite action hero for example, when they're having a deeply uh, emotional, complex issue in in their in their show, their character is what's the first thing they do? Well, they take a shot of whiskey, get back up, wander along, and save the day, and that's as far as that goes. It's never investigated any further than that. And, uh, and I think that, um, a lot of times stoicism is also, um, seen as a masculine trait and, uh, and, you know, stoicism, somebody that's kind of quiet and reserved and stone faced, um, you know, they can be looked at as assured, uh, and, uh, confident and, uh, you know, self, uh, self-reliant and really it could be that they are suffering immensely on the inside, but they really don't know how to express that. And there's not really a whole lot of examples out there of men expressing that. Um, generally speaking, you know, uh, you know, there's even songs, boys don't cry and, uh, and things like that. So I think that media has a big portrayal, at least in the West. Um, but, uh, I, I, I think, um, evolutionarily speaking, right. Men are, are, if you go back to the hunter gatherer times, men were there to take care of the family. And so there may have been this evolution of thought that when there are times of deep emotional struggle, such as a death in the family, and he sees the rest of his family members grieving, he may feel as though he has to remain strong and stoic and, uh, and sort of, uh, appear as the beacon of strength that the rest of the family needs. And therefore, by the time it comes time or down to him talking about his emotions or being able to relate, the situation has passed and moved on. And, uh, and it's, you know, what he was suffering with has just been swallowed. How do you think that we as men can change the stigma? Uh, well, I mean, simplistically talk. Just talk, whether that's to your buddy uh, or to, you know, a support group or even in just into a microphone. That's how my podcast started. Uh, I just started talking about everything that I was going through uh, when I started going to therapy, when I lost my mother, uh, when I lost uh, my buddies, um, you know, on uh, on the ambulance service, when I lost uh, friends in the military. I talked about it into a microphone, never really knowing where it was going to go or who it was going to impact. And it does have impact and it does reach people. The value of your voice is uh, truly immeasurable. And it, it also um, allows and affords the opportunity to hear somebody ping back and send something back to you. And therefore you feel a little more validated in how you're feeling. So I think, uh, the biggest thing we can do, uh, to, to help end the stigma or to help change or break the stigma is talk, open our mouths and talk. How would you describe your mental health? Do you know how to express your feelings or do you hold it in? Um, I think I'm a bit of both. Um, I started going, uh, to therapy in 2017 
Uh, I was diagnosed with PTSD after uh, having served in the military as a medic and a, a civilian paramedic accumulatively for about 13 and a half years. And uh, I, in 2017, I found myself in a therapist's office. Um, and, uh, and now here I am four years later. And, uh, and you know, um, I do talk quite a bit. I've gotten a lot better about expressing my feelings. I've gotten a lot better about expressing how I'm feeling about certain situations, whether they be uh, you know, somewhat superficial, um, situations or whether they be deeply emotional situations with my, my significant other or with my family members. Um, but I, there's, there's times where I do hold some stuff in. There's times where I'm like, well, I don't know if I should really be talking about that. Uh, you know, maybe it's not that big a deal. There's other people around me going. So I, I do hold stuff in and I, I do kind of battle with the, uh, hierarchy of trauma. You know, if I think that somebody's been through something worse than I have, then I generally find it harder to kind of talk and and uh, release kind of what I've been through and talk about what I've been through. Uh, so it's a bit of both, but it's definitely a work in progress. And I've definitely gotten a lot better from where I was at the start of 2017. In what way do you maintain your mental health? Uh, well, again, not to flog a dead horse, but I talk, I use my mouth, I converse, I go to therapy, I engage in therapy. Um, you know, I, I take what my therapist says seriously and I work on, uh, the tools that are given to me. Um, and, uh, I try very hard to be a receptive listener, uh, to those around me. Um, for me, another big thing, uh, just because I have post-traumatic stress disorder and, and some of my symptomology is that, uh, I'm hypervigilant. And so going out in public is tough for me to do, um, and so I have to find different ways to, to navigate those anxieties when they come up and, uh, some of the ways I do that is I have a sage sniffer. It's just this little uh, kind of roll-on sniffer, and I can put it on my my wrists, and uh, and it's just a it's an it's a very strong scent, and it comes from nowhere, and it stimulates my olfactory nerve. And uh, so if I find that I'm starting to to spin up and get a little uh, a little anxious, a little higher higher end scale anxious, uh, I sniff this, and it's kind of like a shock to the body. It's like a jab to the body to your, your central nervous system to kind of take a minute, take a breath and relax. And so I use that. Um, and I, I, uh, you know, I'm aware of how I'm feeling. And so I, I converse with people around me just like, Hey, I need a minute. Give me a second. Uh, so I'm just open with what I'm going through in those moments. 